For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Back to Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What up? This is Old School, Jay Foreman. My main man, Austin316 on the ones and twos. DP is out handling some business. Uh, we are brought to you by the Mercado Certified PMT Special Ingredients and uh, Special Ingredients and Butcher Shop, located at 84th and Havelock and 30th and Yankee Hill. I always say every type of meat and every type of cut. Um, we want to thank Kevin Meyer for coming back or coming by like he always does, Thirsty Thursday. Um, wish Strick good luck on his uh, call to, call tonight on Big Ten Plus. He does an excellent job, so hopefully he's be able to parlay that into some more stuff. Um, but before we jump into our picks this weekend, we'll do that in the five o'clock hour. We want to touch on some NFL stuff right now. I think there's there's some interesting stuff going on in the NFL. And if you don't follow it closely, obviously it's Huskers all day, every day. But um, there's a lot of things going on in the NFL, both on the field, in the locker room, uh, within organizations. The very first one I want to ask you about, Austin, which hits near and dear to you. A uh, linebacker, Shaq Leonard, is, is came out and said he's frustrated over his diminished role. So Shaq Leonard burst onto the scene his rookie year, played well, re-upped his, his contract, hurt his back, and just never is really kind of, you know, last year he shut it down real early, uh, wanted to come back, but then he shut him down. Now you got a new coach, new regime, high cap number, high in age in, in, in mm-hmm. NFL years, which I would say dog years. And he was a he was more he was always built like a third down linebacker six three they had him at two twenty five my man was about two ten, um, <laughs> and that was his deal because he was a turnover and factor machine. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that tip balls interception interception himself sack sack force fumble fumble recovery obviously is really well uh, active in the in the uh, regular defense as well. I was reading an article this morning where they said that he they had been taking him off the field on third downs now um as the season has been winding down and you know whether they're going to make the playoffs or not it's probably obviously up in the air at best and now he's not playing first and second down and he's a well i wouldn't say he's an iconic figure in, you know in, in colts but he's well known with this new era of colts after andrew luck mm-hmm. so forth and so on what do you think about that uh being a diehard colts fan man i got a lot of thoughts on this so I loved the trade for DeForest Buckner uh, a few years ago, but I never thought he would supplant Shaq Leonard as the right. face of that defense. Um, big DeForest Buckner guy, great player, love what he's brought to Indy on and off the field. But from being an F-minus draft pick by all the you know post-draft yeah. people to becoming an all-pro that quickly, wreaking that much havoc, right. differently than Freeney or Mathis did it you know, from that kind of weak side off-ball linebacker yeah. spot, it was fun to see him prove people wrong to give props to Chris Ballard for making that pick. The way that I I view this whole situation is Andrew Luck meets Kenny Moore. So we all know with Andrew Luck, the the injury tried to come back, didn't work, didn't work, didn't work, ultimately had to end up shutting it down. Right. 
this injury wasn't supposed to be injury luck ish. It was supposed it, to resolve, it, but it, it's it's you know, overcompensated. It's it's lingered. Yeah. So there's that aspect of it. The I don't know if disgruntled is the right word, but the the change in role, mm-hmm. I guess, um, obviously comes from being diminished physically. Mm-hmm. Um, but last year, so Gus Bradley's the DC in Indy. Um, Kenny Moore struggled last year. He was right. he's a really good slot corner, one of the best in that business. Plays some nickel as well. Wasn't necessarily getting the snaps he wanted. Wasn't making the plays. Wasn't used in the way that he had been and was successful before. What Kenny Moore did, what Gus Bradley did, was they sat down. They got a plan together. Kenny Moore just had two six or two pick sixes against yeah, Carolina. Sure did. Back to playing at an All Pro level. So I think you're seeing kind of the the mix of those two situations with Shaq Leonard. Right. Going to be hard to trade him as big as that contract is for someone that's diminished like that. It breaks my heart. Shaq seems like a really good dude in the he community. Is, he's phenomenal in the community. Really good yeah. head on his shoulders. Great yeah. story to root for. Um, it, he was a little upset that he didn't start with Zaire Franklin out, but right. uh, Zaire plays middle linebacker, right. really captains that defense, whereas you know Shaq Wonder is an off-ball guy. It makes sense. It it breaks my heart. I was definitely rooting for that guy. Right. Should have been a big piece off the edge, um, but it just makes it that much more important for like a, a Quiddy Pay or a Deo or Yigbo yep. or um, Ade from Northwestern to step up. Yeah, well, I mean, when you look at his production, I mean, he came out like gangbusters in 2018. Now, 163 tackles, seven sacks, you know, four forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries, two interceptions. You ain't getting much better than that right out of the get-go. Now, granted, you're playing a lot of uh, snaps, but he's definitely producing. Then he backs it up 121, 132, 122, all starting uh, more. The lowest he's ever started in the season was 13 games. Mm -hmm. Then the injury happened. He only played three games, right? Okay, you got it happens. Um, and then this year, you know, he plays in all eight games and has 56 tackles. That's seven tackles a game. That dude still can play. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's one of those things like we just talked about with Strick in, in the Raiders and Derek Carr. Instead of sending him home, they're just diminishing his role. So I think with him, he just got to just stay focused and stay positive. And when, you know, it's still a long season left. Mm-hmm. When he gets his chance, you know, he's got to keep continue to produce. It's it's interesting too to have ascended that quickly, and I think right. we see this with athletes you see across it all sports. the time in the NFL, though. Come right, up. yeah. Where you're a hot shot, you're the next big thing. And again, we talk about the good head on his shoulders. Sometimes I'm sure it'd be hard to adjust to, hey, I'm just a role guy. Hey, I'm right. just another one of those dudes. When he was at the top of the sport in defensive player of the year conversations, oh, yeah. and that's not to say he's stuck at, like you said, seven tackles a game is nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, he's around the ball, he's making some plays, but. You don't just get paid for tackles. You get paid for yeah. sacks. You get paid for disruption. And he's being paid like it. If it was right. a contract year, maybe it'd be a bigger deal. But my hope would be that he can take that step back mentally and say, hey, maybe I'm not fully healthy. Let me get fully healthy. Yeah. I'll show them what I can do You know, as I keep getting healthier. Right. I'm still the disruptive playmaker. Because this is only a six-year six, six year in mm-hmm. the league, so he has plenty of tread left on the tire. He just got to, you know, obviously, you know, get physically healthy and then go from there. And I think that's why he's probably frustrated because he maybe feels that he's physically healthy. The <laughs> production is there. And also being taken out of, out, of, out on third downs, that means you're taken out, being taken out probably 50 to 60% of the game because of everybody runs 11 personnel, sometimes 12 personnel, so you most likely won't be in the game. So, you know, he understands, you know, that this business, he probably hates it probably because, with the new regime, he wants to prove himself, prove himself to himself. 
And I know he has a ton of respect in that locker room, but I just felt it was very interesting that you go and take a figurehead player that's one of the guys that's probably on your unity council or leadership council Mm -hmm. and seek him out and not only say, okay, we only need you to play on first and second down. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now we're going to split your reps on first and second down. It's almost like they're cashing in on the season. He's, you know, look, once you get past like year four or five, you become a veteran. You start to think about winning and how much longer you can play. And so, you know, it sucks for him. He isn't the first, won't be the last. Um, and there's no there's no loyalty in this game of NFL or professional football. So if there's anybody out there listening, you need to make sure that, uh, you, you know, you adhere to that. The other interesting story I want to ask you about, Austin, um, is one I think that has a like a two part significance, right? And it's the Tennessee Titans, Ryan Tannehill. Mm. Um, last year when they drafted the young man from Liberty, Ryan Tannehill came right out and said, "I'm not here to be your mentor. I'm not here to help you. I won't help you." And you know, essentially won the starting job, and, and he had the starting job. Yeah. Now this year they draft Will Levis, right? Mister uh, Mayonnaise in your coffee <laughs> slipped through the first round. Got they got him as a pretty much more than a value pick in the second round. He finally gets the start, turns it out. Vrabel says Levis is the starter. Ryan Tannehill is say, you know what? I'll just be I'm gonna be a good mentor and I'm gonna help him out as much as possible. See, to me, that's bullcrap, right? And you you look, everybody's been in that position, Ryan Tannehill, because when you were in Miami, you needed a veteran. Mm-hmm. And you 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 were on the chopping block because you couldn't produce, right? Because you remember, he only played one year at, at quarterback. He was a former receiver and kind of just was a product of supply and demand. Mm-hmm. Ended up going first round. You get your shot. Now you forgot who you are and where you came from. Now all of a sudden you're going to pick and choose when you want to be a veteran and who you want to be a veteran to. Um, now maybe the sense of reality of you're not, when they tell you you're not starting anymore, all of a sudden you become Mr. Nice Guy and trying to be a veteran. But that should be in you because if you are truly confident in your skill, you should not help the other player because you already know that you're better than them. Your, so your salary cap number was was higher. Mm-hmm. If they were going to cut you and you weren't going to be the starter, you wouldn't be on the team at that point in time as, as far as last year. It, it just shows the reason why he's probably never taken that team to the level when they've had a really good, one of the top defenses Hall of Fame uh, running back, a great offensive line when they were healthy a few years ago, and then obviously receivers that can do work as well. I love turmoil in Tennessee. I'm sure you do too. I don't yeah. think there's any other loss for that organization uh, given our rooting interests. Um, the, the, the cynical view on what Tannehill was doing, maybe it's the realistic one. Again, I don't, don't know the guy's head. 
Um, you know, Malik Willis versus Will Levis. You don't think it would come down to race? Yeah. You know, in the worst yeah. case scenario, I, I don't want to say yeah. that, but I'm just saying it's there. Um, maybe, maybe two. The one of the worst cases is that he is just being fake about it. Right. Right. He's he's acting, you know, good to the media this right. time because he took a hit before. He's not actually going to do it, and he's going to sulk on the bench and right. not help. Maybe, just maybe, his eyes are open. Um, to where, okay, maybe my time has come. Um, they, they actually are going with this guy. Okay. I'm, I'm a year older. I'm a year wiser. I can accept this role better now than I did before. But my question for, for Tennessee would be if you thought this was a possibility, um, and if you're at all worried about him, you know, playing nice to the media, but not actually helping mentor Will Levis, why didn't you trade it? Right. I I would think that New York could have given you something, anything, I would like to think Minnesota would have given you more for Tannehill than they gave up for maybe slightly underrated, but still Josh Dobbs. Right. So I think there would have been opportunities for them to get something for him instead of having to worry about, hey, is this change of heart real? Yeah, and I think it was a maybe just a a desperate attempt by Tennessee to try to save their season. I think with Ryan Tannehill, he's been okay. He hasn't really been good this year. He's played one game in a loss where he's thrown for over 250 yards. Everything has been uh, 240 and under 200 yards. And so, you know, especially that Baltimore game, he looked horrible. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, Will Levis comes in two two games in a row, over 250, then also uptick in Derrick Henry's work, too. So they're trying to get back on the uh, right path. I just think, you know, I, I'm a, I, I, I wouldn't say, it, it, you know, come down the race. I think it came down to Ryan Tannehill was way too comfortable being a D head and mm. in, in, in who he was, he kind of probably wasn't really truly threatened by Malik Willis, right? He's bigger than Malik Willis. Malik Willis needed some development a year or two down the road. Then here comes Will Levis, right? Then it becomes real because when you have these conversations, I had a conversation with my agent when Buffalo drafted Corey Moore, right? And he said, listen, you know, it's going to be a competition, but don't think, that they didn't draft that dude to think that he's going to get your spot. I was like, okay, well, at least I know where I'm at. His agent probably had to tell him, listen, this is your last year. So in order that you need to play really well, if not, you need to try to be a mentor because he's probably fixated in Nashville. Right. He's, he's married, there. kids in school, so you mm-hmm. want to stay there as long as possible. And when you saw Will Levis go in there and the energy that Will Levis played with, four touchdowns and all that stuff, reality set in. And... That's why you have to change of heart. Watching him talk, I don't think he's truly there yet. Understandably. You know what? I'd rather him be mad that he's not starting and, and toe the company line than him be okay with sitting on the bench mm-hmm. because you really want a truly a competitor. So I just think Ryan Tannehill always rubbed me wrong last year just the way he handled it because it was unnecessary. It was an yeah. unforced error. And to, to your point, too, if Malik Willis was that far along and wasn't a threat, you would think that Ryan Tannehill would be more willing to help him because right. he doesn't feel threatened. It could be an, an easy way to earn some brownie points right. with your relation, but maybe this year with Will Levis, you know, he got, I don't want to say used to, but almost used to them taking a quarterback behind right. him. Yeah. So he'd been through it once. Maybe he knows how to handle it better. Maybe see some of himself in Will Levis. I, I don't I don't know. Yeah. But it seems like if I were in his shoes, it would have been reversed. Right? I would have right. been more willing to help it the first would, guy, but then... Right. Really? You went and got another one? Yeah. What's up with that, GM? Yeah, I would have I would have had more power to go up in there to say, listen, I played the the company role, helped him. 
we have a pretty good combination knowing in the back of my mind i'm better than the dude <laughs> i'm trying to buy myself some time mm-hmm but I, I think they really saw how it reacted. And then also he didn't play really that well last year and was suspect at best this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it made them, you know, and also what people don't understand, when you draft a quarterback, it gives the, the, the powers that be more time. Another three years? Three years to say, listen, we got to develop them. So when the owner's like, why aren't we good? I told you we just drafted this quarterback. So there's a lot of things and moving parts going into it. It's a good NFL segment. We're going to take a break, come back, and then at the uh, short segment, I'm going to ask, Austin, I want you to think about C.J. Stroud, and I want you to give me, your on your scale, on, on, on the J. Foreman scale, one to seven, mm-hmm. his chances of winning the MVP, because my man is off the Ooh. chain. Think about that. J. Foreman, Austin, old school. We'll be right back. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.